0: Massive anti-communist protests have gripped the streets of Hong Kong in a fight for protecting freedom and autonomy. I'm Daryl Vandenberg, and this is Your World Uncensored, an independent media source and podcast that covers a variety of international issues, current events, and political discourse. The nearly year-long demonstrations were triggered by an extradition bill that would send criminals to mainland China for trial. The controversial bill has since been axed, But that hasn't dimmed the determination in the streets. Clashes between police and anti-government protesters have edged further into violence. Some protesters have thrown bricks, petrol bombs, along with widespread vandalism and assaults. Police have used tear gas and rubber bullets to subdue demonstrators.
1: Hong Kong is on the front lines of the battle for freedom. A threat to Hong Kong's freedoms is in fact a threat to my freedoms and the freedoms of all of us who live uh, in democratic societies around the world." Ben Rogers is the co-founder of Hong Kong Watch, a UK-based think tank.
0: A human rights activist, journalist and former member of the British Conservatives, Rogers was barred from entering Hong Kong in 2017. Since then, he's been raising the plight for democracy in Hong Kong through demonstrations in London.
1: Hong Kong is in grave danger now. Uh, Whether or not the Chinese send in the People's Liberation Army, as the signs and warnings suggest uh, they may be preparing to with troops massing on the borders and certainly threats of action, the international community uh, must intervene to prevent that happening and must send China uh, uh, the strongest possible message that if that were to happen uh, it would not only destroy Hong Kong but it would be an act of self-harm for China uh, and it would uh, must result uh, in uh, the severest possible consequences internationally. If you watch reports from Chinese state media like the
0: China global television network you'll be told a story of western media's bias reporting on Hong Kong, They've called mainstream media fake news, accusing them of re-editing videos, taking quotes out of context, and causing chaos in Hong Kong. The mass vandalism and violence at the hands of some protesters have been labelled a riot by Chinese state media. They've also claimed that Western interference has stoked the flames of division. However, China has long been under fire for a terrible human rights record. The United Nations estimates one million Uyghur Muslims have been detained in mass internment camps. China, however, claims they're only re-education camps for extremists. A mass clampdown on freedom of speech, internet censorship, and a social credit system has kept any dissident voices from speaking out.
1: I appeal to the Hong Kong authorities, particularly the chief executive Carrie Lam and uh, the head of the police and other people in positions of authority, Uh, To examine their consciences uh, and to ask themselves who is responsible for bringing Hong Kong to the point that it has reached uh, right now? Who is it that uh, introduced the uh, extradition bill uh, with almost no consultation? Who is it that insisted on pushing through that bill uh, in the face of criticism and opposition from lawyers, from chambers of commerce, from businesses, from the international community? uh, And only when uh, two million people took to the streets uh, was that bill withdrawn and still now that bill has not been uh, fully uh, and completely and, and uh, uh, officially taken off the legislative uh, process uh, and uh, that is why so many people have been continuously protesting with enormous courage, enormous persistence and perseverance and determination and I salute the people of Hong Kong who have been uh, making their voices heard uh, in that way Recently pro-Democratics
0: in Hong Kong won a landslide victory, securing 17 of the 18 district councils. The election saw a record 71.2% turnout rate, a testament to the people's desire to keep democracy intact. However, it's not clear what will happen when the one country, two systems deal expires in seven years. That means things like freedom of assembly and freedom of speech could be under threat. Many fear that will bring about the same repression as in detention centers in Xinjiang. Canada is among the 23 countries that condemned the detention centers at the UN. Leo Josecos, a conservative senator, has called for sanctions against Chinese officials.
2: Well, the current government has completely kowtowed to the Chinese regime. Uh, As you know, there are currently two Canadians that are uh, illegally uh, detained and have been illegally detained for over a year in China, Michael Spavor and Michael uh, Kovrig.
0: Michael Kovrig, a former diplomat working as a conflict mitigation consultant, and Michael Spavor, a consultant who arranged business travel to North Korea, were both detained and charged with espionage. The move was seen as retaliation for Canada arresting the chief financial officer of Huawei Meng Wanzhou, at the request of the United States. She was accused last December of violating trade sanctions with Iran through Huawei subsidiaries. She spent her time under house arrest in Vancouver. As for the Canadians, there's so far no reports of evidence against them or a trial date set. Uh,
2: they have been, for all intents and purposes, uh, facing horrid uh, conditions. They've been locked up in a cell. They haven't been able to see a lawyer. They haven't been able to see their family. Uh, to our understanding, uh, they've been tortured to, to some degree where their there, reading glasses and, and and specs have been taken away, and they've been kept in a room that's been lit 24 hours, seven days a week. Uh, this type of, of behavior is unacceptable. It doesn't respect the natural rule of law. It uh, doesn't respect international law. And our Canadian government, despite that, continued to kowtow. Uh, the Canadian government recently, a few months ago, invested billions of dollars in the South Asia Bank, which is an organization, an infrastructure bank uh, that is being, for all intents and purposes, managed by the Chinese.
0: The arrest of the Huawei CFO triggered aggravated tensions between the two superpowers, China and the USA, and has dragged Canada into the mix. The U.S. has since banned companies from working with Huawei, alleging the company is funded by Chinese state security. Australia, New Zealand, Japan, and Taiwan have all followed suit. That leaves Canada as the only country in the Five Eyes Anglophone Intelligence Alliance to not make such a move. Huawei has denied accusations that it spies for China. However, many critics are worried about the tech giant's reach. The telecommunications company is looking to build a 5G network in Canada, The Canadian military has even called for a ban on allowing Huawei to do that, citing national security concerns.
2: So I I believe clearly that the Canadian government should sort of do a little change. Clearly their current strategy is not working, and we have to send a message to the Chinese that in an international relationship, there has to be mutual respect. And when it comes to the principles of democracy, freedom, rule of law, and human rights, those are not negotiable. And I think the Canadian government has to put on its pants and send a message to the Chinese. We're a G7 economy. Uh, We have leverage, but more importantly, we're ready to defend and commit to the Canadian values Canadians hold so dear.
0: Hosekos well, is worried that the West isn't doing enough.
2: What we've seen in Hong Kong is clearly a large, large, large sector of the population of Hong Kong voicing their disconcern. And all they've been met with, as I said earlier, is batons, tear gas, threats. Um, and, and behavior, which is really, really, really unacceptable. And, it, and I find that there's too many Western countries in, of course, the, using the argument of economic interest, turning a blind eye and kowtowing. And we have, we have we've, there's one thing we've learned in history when it comes to despots and tyrants and dictators. If you appease them and you kowtow to them, it just emboldens them and it allows them to go further and be more belligerent.
0: The Human Rights Watch has painted a very dystopian future for China, one where no one is beyond the reach of Chinese censors. The International Non-Government Organization warns of a human rights system so weakened that it will no longer serve as a check on government repression. It's a message that Executive Director Kenneth Roth writes and speaks about, something that may have led him to being denied entry into Hong Kong. Roth also warns about China's growing economic clout to silence critics. Even the NBA's official Chinese business partners suspended ties with the league after the Houston Rockets general manager tweeted support for the Hong Kong protests.
2: Freedom of mobility, freedom of expression, freedom of association, free enterprise – the ability to allow the human spirit to grow and to become the best it could possibly be in a free society, when you emulsify that all together in a collectivity, that is the strength of, of the United States and Canada and Australia and the U.K. and and Germany and, and other European nations. Uh, so, But unfortunately, there's still far, 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 far too many people on this earth. And China's a a, a a glaring example, a shining example right now of, of totalitarianism. Uh and and it's really one of the largest threats facing the world. They they are they've been militarily belligerent in, in the uh, in the Pacific. They uh, they have been belligerent economically around the world and now they're starting more and more to be belligerently. Uh, engaging in elements when it comes to disrupting our politics and our and our judicial systems, and, and it, it is it is a, it is a deep concern. And it's only been really the last few months that Canadians are starting to wake up to the fact that what I said: we're at a crossroads between Canadian values and Chinese values, and they're really not compatible. So it's I, I don't see how we can continue to just close our eyes and in the pursuit. Of trade expansion and enhancing our pockets, we accept being bought uh, at, at, at the expense of trading in the values we believe.
0: So, what's the future for Hong Kong? Seems to be a question with no answer. With China a valuable trading partner, it's not likely any Western power will take any serious action, of course, except for the Trump administration. However, it's hard to ignore the loud cry for freedom coming from the millions of students and citizens that have flooded Hong Kong streets for nearly a year. That's it for this episode. We'll have more episodes regarding the situation in Hong Kong and related issues in a podcast soon. Don't forget to download the Your World Uncensored podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Your World Uncensored.